so excited you're on with me and uh, that we get to share together because what we're about to talk about now is, I think, the heart of uh, Crossroads uh, and one way that comes out, and it's a heart for Jesus uh, because we love the Lord. I mean, and, and, and I know many of you who are watching do, and maybe you're checking us out and kind of wondering, uh, do Christians who love the Lord, can you see it? Uh, can you see it? And Jesus said that we're to live our lives in such a way that they can see our good works and glorify the fathers in heaven. So we're very careful here never to do it for our own glory. But we also don't hide what we're doing because our motivation is to do it for a love for him. And, and it's life changing when it's done the right way. And I have two awesome guests with me right now who are a part of life changing ministry and life changing love. Uh, and, and you know what, especially in such a time as this. So Joey Vargas is here and uh, Joey's on staff with us. Uh, he leads out on a ministry to male models. <laughs> <laughs> That was only once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not true. Not true, by the way. Just couldn't resist. So, and Lisa Montgomery's with us. Lisa uh, uh, is a businesswoman. Lisa's the wife of one, uh, an elder, Don Montgomery, one of our better elders. They're all good elders. And then also, um, Lisa does decision counseling and also is working in our food pantry uh, and, and, and more. So um, this is really, really cool. And uh, Lisa, you experienced amazing life change here at Crossroads from the first time you entered the doors mm -hmm. to where you are now right so give us a little of that I was born and raised here um, I started at 40 years old I went forward didn't trust the process but for some reason I trusted you um, didn't know Jesus the way that you talked about it was the first time hearing about relationship and really the life applications and what you were talking about buying a Bible at the age of 40 Resisting baptism because I had already been baptized as an infant six months later deciding you know what I need to be obedient and then little by little I've continued to get involved because you pushed us To stretch and grow outside of our comfort zone. So whether that was prison ministry always and that is where the umph happens and where the fire and the passion keeps on happening after all these years Oh, yeah, oh, for sure. And by the way, one of the things that I, I we know is true is that, um, you know, we can hear God's voice. Yes. But I know uh, all three of you guys know that one of the ways we help people so they can tune into God is not because God's always speaking. But how you can tune in is to go outside your comfort zone. Right. Then, oh, my goodness, uh, you can hear from God in a right. pretty incredible way, which means in your comfort zone times you can, too. Mm -hmm. So I love that. I, I really love that. Well, we're in a season right now because of the coronavirus where people are in need. Uh, and we've always cared about people in need. Um, and so one of the things that we want to do is we want to meet people's needs. And so, Joey, tell us a little bit uh, about our food pantry, which um, I think is right at the heart of our Crossroads campus. Mm -hmm. By the way, we believe we can scale that beyond our Crossroads campus. But uh, tell us about the food pantry. Yeah, um, I mean, we've had the pantry for years, over 17 years we've had the pantry here at Crossroads. And in this crisis, it's just grown exponentially um, we're almost doing three times the amount of families that we usually were doing 11 weeks ago and it's just been a huge blessing to be able to provide the needs um, for the people in our community and uh, yeah it's 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 really just it exploded and, and we're able to to 
to keep up with that. People have been really uh, gracious and generous, and through the donations of, of a lot of you know everyone at Crossroads, families and everybody, even just local businesses and stuff like that, we've been able to keep up with the growth. And uh, you know, God is good. He never gives you more than you need, and He never gives you less. So we're yeah. we're always right there. But you know, He always provides, and we're able to continue to meet the need of the families that uh, that we've been serving. So. Well, I'll tell you uh, uh, something that I think is worth everybody knowing, and everyone I want you to know this, is that uh, we've always had, had a heart to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, we do need donations, um, and, and which to me is awesome. That means everybody gets to be a part. So, you know, like when Pam and I go to the store, we all go to the store, you buy extra for the food pantry and drop it off here, which means we're all involved that way. But at the time this crisis hit and the need went up, the ability to get some of the resources we normally get went down. But I feel like people responded. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, you saw the grocery stores. Um, and so what we've done in the past is we've been able to go in and put it in order for, you know, a hundred cans of this or a hundred things of that. They, you know, they, the grocery stores and the food banks here give us the surplus. You know, that's how we get a lot of our supplies and the food banks were empty. The grocery stores didn't have anything left over. The shelves were already empty. And, you know, even just personally going to the grocery store, you were like, whoa, I wish I would have gotten here a couple weeks ago. Um, So we were a little, you know, uh, like, hey, this is going to take some prayer. And we did. We reached out to to Crossroads and people came through. Um, We asked for people not to go to the grocery store, but to actually take from what they already got from the grocery store and bring it in. And we had thousands and thousands of items of food brought in in those first two weeks and that was huge that's what allowed us to match that jump that we saw in the first couple weeks there so yeah absolutely huge response and uh we're hoping to continue that people will continue to to respond yeah i'll tell you one of the days i was here um you were here of course too uh but this family comes up but what i loved is their little girl got to be the one to bring this stuff and i thought boy what an awesome thing for a parent Mm -hmm. to do to create a memory of us helping people and a legacy of helping people Mm -hmm. which i loved so one of the things about our food pantry that's really important to i believe our, our our being successful is we don't it's not just that we give food we give dignity um so if someone showed up to get food, talk, talk about how it works. What, what, what happens? What's the mechanics of it? Yeah, so someone comes up, say it's their first time. You know, uh, it was a little different before, but now, you know, we get in the line in our cars because we don't get out of our cars now. They get in their line. We have somebody come down. We, 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 we say hi to them. We get their name. We, we check them in. Um, they pull through the line. And as they do that, we have people going door to door, talking to them, saying, tell me your story. You know, we're, we're happy to hear from you. Is there any way that we can pray for you? And that's kind of how it starts off. But what's cool is as these people people come back those same people remember their names and you know say you were in line i could say hey chuck how was your week this week yeah. how are you doing hey we prayed about this for you last week how did that go and so these people remember uh the faces and even at, at the numbers that we're seeing now people are still able to have that one-on-one conversation have that support uh have that prayer and we're able to direct them to the messages the things online life groups and and all these things and and people are getting connected People are, are are not just receiving food, but they're receiving hope. They're receiving joy. Uh, some people say this is the best time of their week because they get to see a smiling face and, uh, you know, get to have that prayer and just a little bit of that community. And, uh, yeah, we've seen huge transformation just from that alone. 
That is so cool. So Lisa, for you, um, I know you love the Lord. There's no doubt. Tell me what it means, uh, what it's meaning to you to come and serve in the pantry. Well, the reason I can serve on a Tuesday is because I was let go from my job at the beginning of February before all this happened. So I'm in the same boat as a lot of these people. And the reason I'm telling you that is because I could sit at home and think about this and have a pity party about all the things that are going on. And I'm a very, I'm a mover and shaker type of person. It is so true that it's ble- you're blessed to be a blessing. And when you can do things like this, honestly, people that are watching should be jealous because I get to serve with my new team. This is our little team. We get to talk. Yes, we're, ma- we're wearing masks and we're sweaty and we're hot. And, you know, I happen to be in the meat department, so there's stuff on me. But you know what? I love these new people. And I love seeing what we do for everybody. To look outside the door. Let's say the doors are open in the fellowship hall. And occasionally I see the same guy and he's riding a bike and he's got a Rubbermaid tote on his bike. Now I know there's no way he can put everything that we pack for him. So I don't even know how he divides it and prioritizes it. But those are the people that are coming through. And it's just, it's, uh, it's humbling. When I think about my worst day, it's like, get over it. Mm. Yeah, I, um, one of the things that's so true for all of us is that one of the best ways to not sink into despair or depression is just go out and help someone else. Right. And, and by the way, I know that's true, uh, period. It just works. Um, it's not the only thing, but it's amazing the difference it makes. And so the idea that you know, you're realizing blessed to be a blessing and, and, and living that out is so cool. Um, you were telling about, though, something pretty emotional um, when you see somebody, uh, when you see, have seen some of the people come who are in need uh, that are a part of um, our church family. So I want you to talk about that. Just basic. I know a couple of people and they have texted me and it's just amazing to me that they're texting me about their experience. And again, I don't know what's going on on the outside, but it's all positive. It's just, you would think that whatever we are putting in our, in their bag, whether it be veggies, meat, the dry goods is the most amazing food for that week. And I got to tell you, when we, when we were talking about the very beginning, it was hard because, again, I'm in the meat section. When we couldn't get items, you know, imagine my face mask and I got my partner and we're looking at each other like, oh, oh. But we're praying over it going, maybe this is the, this is exactly what they want in their household, yes, right. you know. And yeah. we've come such a long way from that. But, um, yeah, it's just seeing those families in need. And, again, they're just so appreciative. So it's, it's very it's just very cool to be part of. Yeah, and the one thing I'm always hoping is that no one feels embarrassed to come um, um, because that's the last thing we want for them, especially if they go to Crossroads. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all want anybody who's in the Crossroads family, and this is a time of need, praise God we get to be together. And mm-hmm. and I don't know that they sometimes don't know that a person that it's a blessing to me and to you that we get to help them. Sure. So if they will just open up and just come you know, they're going to get loved on more than ever, you know, is what we want them to know, right? Mm -hmm. And you know what? And Emma, rock star Emma, amazing Emma, who I really didn't know before this, she doesn't turn people away. We may have a process that we used to have, but like today, this is another example. We've done everything. We've got our bags. We've disinfected. We wiped it all down. We're ready to go home. And then all of a sudden the walkie-talkie comes through. I got another eight. It's like, oh, my gosh, we have to get it all out again. But that's crossroads. Nobody will be left behind. And she's like, Lisa, this is going to go on until we need it to go on. There's not an end because of what's happening right now. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So for those who don't know, Emma uh, is probably one of our main leaders in the food pantry. Uh, and tell a little bit about Emma, Joey. Yeah. So she is our uh, actually our pantry coordinator. So she's on staff here at Crossroads, and she um, she oversees everything over the pantry. Um, and before this happened, you know, she she did that um, solo with her team of about. Mm-hmm. 40, 45, so people, quite a bit, and uh, but it's it's grown, and so you know, all of global outreach really has taken the pantry and taken a portion of leadership over it, um, uh, in line with Emma, and, and really just working together. So now we have a team leadership over the pantry, with Emma still being our, our really our rock star over it, and. Um, what Emma really does a good job at is she's the one who contacts all of the clients. She's the one who takes those phone calls, takes those emails, and makes mm-hmm. sure everybody's checked in and knows where to go. And, uh, you know, she's the first voice that people hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she does a really, really good job. She was telling me just yesterday that, uh, you know, she got a call and, and the woman called her in tears. And, wow. you know, she was just in a bad spot and hurting. And she wouldn't say... The reason, and I wouldn't say it here anyways, but um, uh, Emma was able to pray for her and offer her comfort right then and there. And so, you know, not even on the days that we're not distributing, we're still able to reach out to these people and pray for them. And so, you know, that's that's who she is. She's not going to say no to anybody. Um, she, she'll never turn anybody away. So, you know, if somebody needs food, we're going to get food to them. And that's a huge thing that we're able to do. Yeah. And tell us how old Emma is. Am Better I? you than me, because I was not going to do that. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to say it. We're going to say it. Go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry, Emma. Um, I, I believe she's 82. Yep. Yeah. She's so here's the reason I want to bring that up, because uh, we, uh, when this all hit, we know people who are, who are older um, are in a higher risk category uh, because of the coronavirus. And so because we love her so much, there was thought about us not um, having her come. And <laughs> uh, she let me nope. know in uncertain, uh, no uncertain terms, that was not going to happen. That's she right. was going to be here. She was going to love on people. And uh, that speaks to, I think, her character, her commitment. And she's in pain. Yeah. Because she will be walking and, and she is hunched over and she hasn't had her steroid sh- shot. And I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. She'll quick say a prayer. She'll be good. And she just, she wants to serve so bad. She's, she tries to keep up with all of us, honestly. Oh. And she does. She does. And she does. She does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If yeah. not more so. Well, yes. and I got to tell you, uh, tell everyone out there this uh, one time, uh, not at the pantry, but because uh, she also does a welcome center here at church, too. And so what happened is a man got really upset at my sermon. And, and so for some reason, he decided to go out and take it out on Emma. So this man, big man, goes out. She's in her 80s. He is cussing at her, telling her it's the worst church she's ever been in, that, uh, cussing about me, but cussing at her. And so when we all heard about it, we all wanted to defend her. Like, what? What are we? And so I went up to Emma and I said, Emma, I am so sorry that happened. She goes, oh, don't worry about it. I can take it. And I'm like, Emma, she goes, no, no, he's probably hurting. And he yeah. just needed somebody. That's and Emma. I, yeah, it is. That's, that's how Emma. she was. And we're, all the rest of us are like, no, yeah. we're going we're gonna to become non-Christians for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she just has that heart for people. And she saw past his hurt and pain. Right. Which I think you guys are saying that's what she does in the pantry. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a, a, day, a weekly occurrence at the pantry. Is yeah. uh, you know dealing with people's humanity, and yeah. uh, when people are at their lowest moments, um, 
their humanity comes out and we're able to be there for their for that you know for them in that moment and you know Emma really does model that uh, I love uh, it's a uh, it's a stern grace mm-hmm. um, you know she's we're uncompromising in what we believe but we can do it in love and she's able to do that at the pantry so you know we've we she does a great job and you know people are able to to experience that that's good well, tell us about some of the things that have stood out to you um, when you've served their people you've come into contact with or something that's moved you emotionally that God let you do. Hmm. Let's see here. I think the ones that get me the most is when, um, you know, I'm on, I'm on Mondays right now because we've, we've, we've separated our, our, our ourselves as a team. So we're on four teams. That's what, you know, she was talking about our little group. We're in groups of 10 or 15 and we're split so that nobody's ever in a larger group of 10. So I don't get to be on the distribution days uh, all the time. I'm on Mondays prepping for the rest of the week, getting everything sorted. Um, But I have been able to get there for distribution um, then and before. And one of the things that always gets me is when you have uh, a family roll up and they've got all their kids in the back, you know, and as a, as a, a young father with young kids, I can't imagine, you know, just the the stress of how am I going to feed these kids? You know, they've got four or five kids in the back of the car. Yeah. And, you know, f- to know that we are a church that says, don't worry, we're going to make sure your kids get fed. You know, there's a lot of things you, you, you have to worry about, but food's not one of them. You're, you, that way we can supply. That way we that need we can take care of. You know we can't fix everybody's need, but we can make sure that no child goes hungry in the city of Corona. That for me is huge, and that's something that um, I want to make sure our pantry is able to do um, for as long as we can, um, for as much as we can. You know, as our numbers continue to increase, that a mom or a dad can come to Crossroads and know that their child can get a meal, their child can get food, um, and not bad food, but actually good food. So, you know, that's what we're hoping for. And, uh, you know, that the fact that we can do that, the fact that we have so much support for that for me is huge. That is cool. And for me, I don't want to get emotional, but by far it was, um, finding out about somebody at SIA that pops in and out and they help that person. And it's just, it's like, wow. Yeah, for those who don't know, SIA stands for College Young Adults. Yeah. So a college young adult needed that kind right. of help. Right. And uh, it is emotional. Right. Because at that age, at any age, it matters. It's humbling. And just yeah. the fact that somebody that age can reach out and say, I need this. And mm-hmm. that person didn't have a car. And so food was delivered to them. But it's a big deal. Yeah. And I, I know the emotions of it. Um, we all share in that. One of the things that I know is true is that one day we'll all stand before Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said that he's going to separate the sheep from the goats. And uh, he uh, then looks at those who are the sheep side, the righteous side. And then he says this, Come you who are blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you for the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. Naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. And then the righteous will answer and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see a stranger and invite you in or naked and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king, Jesus, will answer 
and say to them, truly, I say to you, to the extent you did it to one of the, these brothers of mine, even the least of them, you did it to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, I know it's true uh, in part because of you two. Uh, but in, in, and also all the others who are serving that when we as a crossroads family stand in front of Jesus, those words apply to us. This is the church. Yeah. This is the church, right? We all miss crossroads. We all miss the building. Again, you guys should be envious. This is the church. Yeah. And it is. Get involved yeah. because otherwise, you know, it just, there's such a Jesus high if you can get involved, and there's a waiting list for the pantry, just so you know. <laughs> but <laughs> get so involved. Cool. Seriously, I'm not just saying that. Yeah, and I, and I love the fact there's a waiting list. Think right. about that. But every party person who's a part of Crossroads is a part of this. You know? Absolutely. So we're all doing it. Uh, there are practical, practical ways we can all be involved, so I want to make sure we don't miss those right now. Uh, one is by uh, giving. Uh, when you give to Crossroads, you're supporting this ministry. The other is when you give over and above to the food pantry. Uh, so uh, people, you can do that. You can give over and above to the food pantry. Uh, another way that I, I love is when you go shopping at the store and bring stuff. Can I sh- tell you what I saw today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was so cool because, again, I'm meats. And um, somebody had gone to Stater Brothers and they they got five one-pound butcher-wrapped uh, it was ground beef. And it was just so cool because it was custom for them, you know, and it just I was just imagining them ordering at the butcher or and we can all do that. Yeah. Throw a couple more in. And that's what I like. I, by the way, every way someone gives matters. Absolutely. But it does do something for me, for you, for, for a child, when you take them to the store and you're buying that for somebody else. And one of the parents were telling me that they let their kids pick out their favorite things so that we could give that to a child. You know, and, and so we all can do that. Uh, tell us, though, some th- specific things we need most in the food pantry when someone goes to the store. Yeah, the big thing that we need the most of is non-perishable items, some canned goods. Because, you know, we've got some really good partnerships out there for meat, produce, and dairy. Um, uh, If people want to bring it in, we still need it. We can still use it. Um, But one of the things that we can't order in bulk is those non-perishable. Those are canned Mm -hmm. goods, um, which would be canned veggies, canned fruit, um, canned meat, tuna or chicken, uh, pasta sauce. Bags of dry pasta, bags of rice, um, cereal. Cereal is a huge one. Those are things you know. You know, you can have your kids pick out their favorite Spaghetti cereal and, and bring it out. Mm-hmm. Mac know. and cheese. Let's yeah. not forget. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know my, you know my my parents and my wife next. Now when we go out there, you know, if we get a jar of pasta sauce, we just buy another one for the pantry. Mm-hmm. You know, if we if we get something for us, we'll just buy a couple more and give that to the pantry. And and really, you know, people if people could do that, that would be huge. But those canned goods, cereals. Um, canned pasta, canned soup, things like that are a huge need mm-hmm. right now. Um, uh, and you know what's funny? We have, for some reason, I, and I don't know if I'm supposed to advertise this or not, but we then go shopping when we're all done. And so we shop for the people. And so like today, there was an umbrella. You know, there might be a book. So what people are doing is they'll throw in these little, not that we're asking for that stuff, yeah. but they do get these little bonuses. Yeah. 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 That's cool. We all, again, because we're praying about it, we're hoping that there's a little girl there. That family lost their umbrella last year. Oh my gosh, we got an umbrella. You know, it just, 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we do t- we do take those items. You know, so people have been bringing in um, baby items like formula and diapers and things pet like food. that. Pet food. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. We're, we're not advertising for right. that, but right. when people bring those in, you know, right. we we do give them out, especially the the, the baby items, mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. that. We we do take those and and uh, we give those out to the families who have the the young ones because that does help. Right. Um, but yeah, but I would say the canned goods are pretty mm-hmm. much our our, our our bread and butter um, for people to bring in donations, non-perishable items of any any sort, and uh, we use them. We're giving out thousands and thousands of items a week, and uh, the, the demand continues to to grow as we get further into um, you know the season that we're in. So the the, the demand is not going down; it is going up. Um, yeah, even when this crisis is over, um, there's still going to be a need. And so this is an ongoing thing. This is something um, I love we get to do. By the way, if you're uh, part of our Crossroads family and you're in another state, um, one of the dreams I have, and Joey knows about this, is when this is all over, that we want to do meetups with you to help you find your way of serving the Lord. And, and we want to empower, equip you, empower you, and energize you to do great ministry. And so it may be God may call some of you in the town you're in to start a food pantry because there might be a need for one. Uh, if so, we have the expertise here. And so the thing is, uh, start praying about that because one day we may be coming to you and saying, how can we help you? Um, because we're all doing this in the name of Jesus. We're all doing it for Jesus. And so there are cities across the country that where there's no place to get help. Uh, and it may be you're in one of those and God's calling you to join with us as a part of our family to, to do something about that. Uh, if you're local, uh, I'll tell you what, it's it's worth coming and just uh, being a part of. What's our distribution days? So we distribute on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. Um, and we distribute from 10 to 11. Um on both of those days, same time. And we've also added deliveries during oh, this time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So if, if people need food um, and they are unable to get here because of uh, they don't have a vehicle or maybe they work during a time, we are uh, making um, deliveries to homes. Now, if they can get here, we do want them to drive here because it does make it easier. Mm-hmm. But if they can't, we want to make sure they're still able to get food. So we have a team. Like I said, there's a waiting list to get on our team right now. But that's one where we're, we're still recruiting a lot is people who are willing to drive groceries mm-hmm. to houses. And we'll deliver them right to the doorstep um, for those families. So that's that's a huge one. And that, that happens Tuesdays and Thursdays and other days during the week as well. Okay, cool. Well, I want to say, Lisa, thank you for volunteering and being a part and it's blessing fun. others. And thank I you love for it. allowing me the opportunity. Yeah. Seriously, that's why there's so many opportunities at Crossroads. If you don't think this is your niche, take that spiritual gift test and you will find out what you were made for. And then you'll have that whole Jesus high that I'm talking about. Yeah. And I like you call it a Jesus high because it is. It's it a is. high. It and is. I came out of the drug culture and people sometimes <laughs> say it's not true. It is true. It is. Jesus is a better high than yeah, drugs, right. alcohol, anything like right. that. Yeah. It re- that's really true. And Joy, good job in leadership, man. I've loved watching you grow in this season and, and having you on our team period anyway. And uh, by the way, uh, excited that you're getting closer and closer to getting another uh, uh, educational milestone out of the way. Yeah. 
but uh, that'll come cool too. So, so everybody out there watching, thank you. If you want to be involved uh, right now, you can um, go to crossroadschurch.family and uh, there's places to get involved right there, crossroadschurch.family. And we want to be able to do that with you and for you. If you're not connected to a church family, we'd love for that to be us, uh, that you connect to this genuinely your church family. And of course, uh, don't forget, uh, we have our worship services on, uh, we have it on Wednesday night at 6.30 and then we are on Sundays at 9.30, 11 and on demand beyond that. So uh, love having you with us. Thanks for joining and uh, pass the word along. Food Pantry is amazing. God bless you guys.